Welcome to the Instinctive Influencers Podcast, a show where influence becomes one of your tools for success. Now, here are your hosts, Brian Weber and Ed Haley. Hi, I'm Brian. And I am Ed. This is the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. Ed, back at it again. Uh, this week, we're going to go over some something truly important to both of us, self-care. Before we do that, man, how's life? Uh, lots of self-care. <laughs> no, uh, things are good, man. It's, you know, it finally started to warm up around this place. So a couple weeks, we'll have our three weeks of summer, and then it'll start cooling off again. So, yeah, no, it's good. Everything, I, it's really good because the pandemic. So things are opening uh, depending on your vaccination situation, but things are starting to open up a little more, which makes life more enjoyable in Europe. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We, well, I mean, I've I monitor your uh, all of your social media <laughs> platforms, and I noticed that you guys are indulging in some wonderful restaurant uh, yeah. uh, entrees. Uh, it look, look <laughs> very, very delightful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. As you, as you, uh, you guys are starting to get your summer. Um, I feel like I'm living on the sun uh, here in El Paso. Uh, you know, hundred something mm-hmm. degrees, very warm. My wife, she says we're gonna have to keep towels in the car, and I'm like, why? She's like, because I'm sticking to the leather seats, and I'm like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. You know, so yeah, it's a it's a scorcher here. So, and you got to get up early. When you work out in the morning, um, I've learned that, that working out in the middle of the day is not something you want to do. So last week I took a little, uh, a little 11 mile bike oh. ride, ah, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon. What an idiot Whoa. I am because, uh, I got a sunburn. So I wore a shirt with a, I wore a shirt with the sleeves are cut off and Michelle's like, Hey, let me put some sunscreen on you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. So she got <laughs> it. But what happens is, is when you're riding, your position of your body is different when you're leaning forward on that bike. You know how it is when you're leaning forward. So your shoulders come out more. Yeah. I got these perfect little like crescent moon shapes on both sides of my back where I burnt because uh, I decided to go riding for 45 (laughs) minutes. Yeah. So good rides though. Um, It was, it was definitely something I hadn't done in a while, man. And you know, it's funny, man. Um, when I think about it, it made me feel like when we used to ride together, you know, we used to go hit the back 40 and stuff and just enjoy a nice little stroll around back oh, and forth yeah. Campbell. I felt like that here, yeah. except for it was really hot. I miss those days. I miss yeah, those I keep, days. I keep Maybe one day little, we can you know, that, reunite. <clears throat> that app we were using, the relive, where you like it shows your route and your speed. And if you take pictures, it'll plug those pictures oh, into the yeah. route. I've been getting a lot of memories lately in my social media from yeah. those rides. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, it's so I've been well, kind of. It would have been. It would have been this time of year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I've been kind of lazy. I I haven't taken the trainer tire off the bike yet to go outdoors, and I really should because it's warm. So I've still been riding indoors just because every time I go, oh, yeah. I'm gonna ride outdoors. I'm like, oh, I still have the trainer tire. Oh, I don't feel like messing with it today. I'll just ride the trainer. <laughs> That's what happened this morning, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, I know it's nice. It's nice. Um, it it's it's definitely e- it eases the mind, which it's funny. You know, uh, we brought this up. We talk about these different types of things. That's what we're gonna go over today. Is like that self care stuff. Like, how do you take care of yourself 
so you can take care of others. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, we've been do- you've been doing this um, for over twenty two, almost twenty three years oh, now, I'm right? Over that army twenty three and a half. Because <laughs> I think you're at twenty four. Oh. Yeah. yeah yeah because you're about you're about a year more than me right yeah. now and um the both of us we've been involved in soldiers lives and stuff and you don't realize the drain that's on your own body when you're t- trying to take care of people trying to help people just the different stuff and uh it's it's something that has to be talked about because people don't realize it that's what i'm thinking yeah i so i was just sitting here as you were talking i'm thinking about it and it's like and it's not just like a physical drain. Like, honestly, you know, I could think of points in my career, maybe a come up to date, mm. like mental drain of taking care of a soldier, of, of going to a hospital to visit a soldier or their family member. And then there's the physical, you know, of the, of the 18 month yeah. deployments to Iraq and then back to the mental with being away from your family for that time. So it is a lot of different things that you really, through self care, we're going to kind of talk about how to deal with those things in our lives and how we've personally dealt with them because it is some challenges. Yeah. Oh yes, it is. It is. Um, so we're going to get into, uh, ladies and gentlemen out there listening. Um, we're going to get into, uh, the whole idea of what self care is and what it's not and things like that. But before we do, I get this article I, I, I looked up at, um, because I, I got really interested in it to, there are more articles out about self care, and it seems like there have been more searches. Uh, I want to on another article that I read. There are more searches uh, done, like through Google, about self care mm. since 2015. So since 2015, it seems to be the st- the stats about this subject has gone up. There's more people who are curious about really? it, which I think is a great great topic that's for us to talk about with others yeah so um <clears throat> so the uh top of the, the um title of the article exercise officially makes you happier than money according to yale and oxford research okay. um i wish i could say this author's name um i'll probably i'll probably link this article in the show notes so i i, I wish i could say her name. I, I can't say her name um and i don't want to butcher it uh, so here's the article. It's clear exercise has health benefits, both physically and mentally. But what if we could actually prove it was more important to your mental health than your economic status? According to a study carried out by researchers at Yale and Oxford, we may have done just that. <clears throat> in the study published in The Lancet, scientists collected data about the physical behavior and mental mood of over 1.2 million Americans. Participants could choose from 75 types of physical activity, from lawn mowing, childcare, and house uh, housework to weightlifting, mm-hmm. cycling, and running. Participants were asked to answer the following questions. How many times have you felt mentally unwell in the past 30 days, for example, due to stress, depression, or emotional problems? Okay. The participants were also asked about their income and physical activities. They were able to choose from 75 types of physical activity, from lawn mowing, childcare, housework, to weightlifting, cycling, and running. The scientists found that while those who exercise regularly tend to feel bad for around 35 days a year, non-active participants felt bad for 18 days more on average. In addition, the researchers found that physical activity 
people, physical, physically active people feel just as good as those who, who don't do sports, but who earn about $25,000 more a year. Mm. Essentially, you'd have to earn quite a lot more for your earnings to give you the same happiness boost effect sport ha- uh, sports has. Yeah, and so you know, if you notice with that article, what they're talking about is like you have to earn $25,000 more to have the same level of happiness. And it's not that easy to make that much more money. So what they're saying is, is hey, just exercise. And you can and you do it regularly, and you can increase that happiness that you would have. Which I mean, to me, I find that fascinating. I don't know I mean, about it, you. It, it's it is interesting. It is because I mean, my wife and and I think there's different. I think when you look at that, Brian, you got to look at okay. Well, if I got a bunch of debt, and you know, and I got people calling my home, then maybe the twenty five thousand dollars is the key to releasing some other stress in my life. You know, but with the working yeah. out, like my wife used to tell me and still does if i go a couple of days without working out she's like would you go to the gym because i need you to be in a better mood <laughs> um and i've noticed it lately so mm-hmm. i mean yeah it makes yeah. sense i guess i mean i've never put a monetary yeah. value into like the levels of happiness you know but definitely i do notice the difference on days when i work out mm-hmm. and that's why i'm a, so that's a part of the reason i'm a morning guy because my, I know that my mood improves and then it carries mm-hmm. me through the day where at the end of the day, one, I come off a million excuses not to go work out and, and the impact is not as long because, you know, if I work out at five, I'm going to go to bed at eight, nine. So I get that four hour window that I can reap the benefits of the workout where if I go to the gym and work out at five thirty AM, it, it really does carry me yeah. through the day. So, and, and that's, you know, I, th- I think there's some value to that, but the, yeah. the money thing is kind of interesting. I didn't think of it that way. No, I didn't either, you know, and cause I do think about, uh, so, so recently, uh, I'm, I'm here and I have to do, we have to do formation sometimes at zero eight. Well, actually almost every day, mm. zero eight. And I'm one of those guys, like I've been programmed. The army's programming zero nine is your work call start, you know, and all that stuff. So I've always built my morning schedule mm-hmm. And I back plan it so I can get in my entire workout in. Now what is happening is I'm finishing part of my workout, going, doing whatever I have to at work, and then coming home and finishing the rest of it. it and I noticed when initially it started, I wasn't getting – I was a bad mood because I'm like, oh, I can't finish it, you yeah. know, that type of thing. And uh, so I – It doesn't yeah, make a difference, I right? that. But I just didn't – I didn't – yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't – I didn't see relate it to the money thing, but I can I can definitely say that like uh, from some of the thing, things I've read so far uh, that that's the type of thing that it does help with that. And self care though, self care is not just about the exercise though. There's like men, there's like four different areas we can talk about that we're gonna talk about, okay. um, and it starts at physical which is what we were just talking about. Then there's emotional, mental, and growth. So, and we're, we're going to go through each one of those. And, uh, and also we're going to talk about what self-care is not. Okay. Right. Um, do you still have the, uh, do you still have the, uh, the f- picture? I think I sent you, it was like four myths of self-care. I do. Uh, yeah. 
I want to say. Let's let's run down through these. We'll each take uh, two. We'll run down through these and talk about what self-care, you know, the myths about self-care. You want to hit that first one, brother? It says self-care is an indulgence, meaningful self-care. So self-care is an indulgence, the myth. It says, actually, meaningful self-care includes making mindful changes and patterns of thought and behavior that do not contribute to your well-being. So it's, I mean, really... It's saying, but what I'm getting out at, Brian, is the same. What self care actually is is you're 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 eliminating that negative from your life, whatever that thing is. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're recognizing it through mindfulness, which is you know, uh, and then and then mm-hmm. you're making the change to make it better. You know, if you're going to McDonald's every day, right, eating a Whopper or a, a Whopper, yeah. not at McDonald's. Uh, Big Mac, you know in your heart what that's doing to you long-term health-wise, right? And and to me, self-care is when you realize that and you eliminate uh, that from your life. And and that's so so my wife and I, we, if we're traveling and it's the only option, we may have McDonald's three times a year now. Back in the day, I'm, I'm ashamed to say we were having McDonald's like every other week. We would have something. It would be a cheeseburger, whatever. But yeah. now we look for more viable options and we eliminate it. But yeah, like it has to be, this is the only thing in this particular airport to eat and we're starving. We got to get McDonald's, which actually just happened to me in Poland, as a matter of fact. So yeah. So it's just recognizing something and it's not good for you and making a change, <laughs> you know, yeah. an effort to change it. I I couldn't you couldn't have said it better than you. Um, so I'll move on to the next one then because this one I like this one because it makes you think about it because people people say oh well it's this but self care is selfish mm-hmm. so okay that's a myth because really when you make time for yourself and get sufficient rest and exercise you feel more energetic and will be able to do more for yourself as well as for those around you. And that's the whole point. That's going to be, that's the bigger overarching point. I feel like this whole episode's about is that it's not a selfish act. It's an act to take care of you so you can take care of others. You know, we brought up earlier, uh, I, you basically said that, Hey, you know, taking care of soldiers is tough, but you know, uh, I was thinking about it and it's not just take care of soldiers. It's taking care of family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like my wife, she she's a homemaker and she takes care of our children when they're not at school and stuff like that. Sometimes she got to break away. She says to me, "Hey, I got to do something," and she's got to do something for herself, and it allows her that mental release to be able to take care of our children even better, you know, and think about things and whatnot. So, I'm I can definitely say that <clears throat> I've never felt that self care was is selfish, but I can see how some people would think, "Oh, well, you're just being selfish," um, but. It's like one of those things where you have yeah. to get away from what it is or do something else. You know, yeah, what I mean? think self care is selfless. That's what I think, Brian. I think self care because so we'll just you know various examples. But if you know there's some things causing you some health related issues, making that change is allowing you to be uh-huh. there long. You know, for me, I've made some changes in my life over the last few years because I want to walk my daughter down the aisle. I want to see grandchildren. I want to be a pain in my wife's backside when we're in our nineties. Uh, I want to drive her nuts. 
You know, so <laughs> not doing those things. Yeah. So th- those are impacts to her because guess what she wants? She wants me to be there with her in our 90s. But if I don't take care of myself, then maybe that's not going to happen. Right. So that's 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 selfish. Not taking care of yourself is selfish. Uh, that's why I say I think I think self-care is is selfless. I, I, I have to agree with you, man. I definitely do. So let's move on to the third one. So then. this one's a, a tough one too. So self-care is a one-time experience. And this is absolutely a myth. Looking out after yourself is an ongoing practice and building resilience to face hardships and in preventing burnout. I mean, many, 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 many examples, right? Like, you mm. know, like for you, Brian, you can't work out on Monday and say, all right, well, I'm good. I've worked out once. My health's going to improve, right? We know you got to put time into it. Um, no. Improving yourself, you know, um, mm-hmm. lifelong learning. Lifelong learning is another thing. You know, you keep learning things. You keep moving forward. You keep bettering yourself so that you might ha- get a better job or move up into something where you have an opportunity to help your family. Or, you know, so there's so many different kind of angles yeah. you take at with this that, but it's not a, a one and done kind of operation. No, no. You, you talked about that one-time experience, um, and it's it's repetitive daily. Uh, and I was going to talk about it when we got into the physical part of it, but I'll just bring it up now because I know you do kind of do the same thing with your Apple Watch. <laughs> uh, recently, uh, I don't know if you see this. This is one armband that I got out there. It's called Whoop. Um, it's a little bit expensive for my blood, um, and it's not what I need right now. Uh, so what we did, we found this other one Amazon came out with. You can see it's called, and I'm, we're not any type of sponsor for, we're not paid at, um, ad, you know, advertising or anything. Um, but it's called Halo, and it does it does the whole tracking, you know, of the heart rate and all that stuff and physical activity and things like that. And we find because you get points and whatnot, we find that we're like, okay, I want to try to get this much each day, um, try to get this much physical activity going on, and Michelle and I, she's, she beats me every day. Dude. I don't know how she does it. Um, it's, I think she's moving around all the time and I get stuck sitting sometimes and I don't get to get up for a little while. Um, but it's not that one time experience. It's multiple experiences every day. Um, and one other thing is like, if you remember, <clears throat> uh, the last Sergeant Major of the army, uh, Sergeant Major Daly, he used to talk about this and I loved the saying where it's like PRT is not the most important thing we do in the day, but it's the most important thing we do every day. And mm. that to me, I think that was key because it's like, yeah, you every day you got to take that little slice, that little chunk of something and do it every day. So it has the overall, the overall, you know, of uh, making you feel better. So, um, well, let's move on to the fourth and last one before we go into our self-care worksheet. Uh, self-care is time-consuming. Self-care does not require you to take out a huge chunk of time from your busy day. Uh, and th- that comes on to the whole thing that we just talked about. If you do, if you're if you're in the military or the army, you're doing PRT every morning. You're supposed to be doing it every morning. Around what we start around six six thirty, we last anywhere from seven thirty to eight, sometimes eight thirty, whatever. But you should be doing it every day. And I know I used to feel like this. I used to hate showing up. This was a long time ago because since then I've gotten better about it. But I used to hate showing up because I'm like oh, so boring, so dull. I don't like it. And as I've gained 
I've gained rank throughout. I was able to change the nuances I didn't like and make it more fun, you know, just enjoyable, you know, getting different people involved. But taking that little chunk of my day to do that, it works, you know, amazing results or just finding the time, like going for a bike ride, you know, or just playing with your kids or whatever it is, taking that little chunk of time uh, to read a book or read a chapter or whatever. It helps over time. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. The different things you could do for self-care, but they, they, yeah, they take up a block of time, but it's not that significant and you can adjust your situation to it. So one of the things that uh, I've been trying to do is, you know, so I, I've been meditating for, I don't know, a couple of years now. I meditate here and there, not every day, but <clears throat> so there's actually some stuff um, out there about running and mindfulness combining them. And, and so when I go for a run, like, you know, I, I go for a 20 minute run on a Tuesday and you're looking at the trees and you're noticing that bird and you're, but those things help you to clear your head. And then, the, you know, and then the payoff is you're getting into a, a better mental state to start your day or maybe finish your day. Maybe if you're not like me and you're an end of day person, maybe you go for that little jog and you, you know, pay attention to your surroundings and stuff, but you're clearing your head because you had a rough day at work. Maybe it was a stressful day. Maybe you, you know, your branch chief or your branch manager just would right. not get off your case today. And this is your chance to kind of clear, or maybe you're just enjoying the run and you're thinking about those things and going, what, what could I have done better? And that just improves your mental state. I think honestly, Exactly. And, you know, understanding that we're at that point too, though, where our mental state has been challenged. Mm. You think about over the past year, Ed, how much has that been challenged? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, um, and here's a great example. I found a great example in one of the articles that I shared with you. Um, It's basically Paula Gil Lopez, PhD, uh, an associate professor and chair of the Department of Psychological and Educational Consultation at Fairfield University in Fairfield, Connecticut says the need for self-care is obvious. We have an epidemic of anxiety and depression. Everybody feels it, right? So we're all feel everyone's feeling it. And, and to be able to use what we're going to talk about yeah. today to help you through those periods, that's what's key. Um, but what is, I mean, <clears throat> so what is self-care? This is what self-care is. Self-care means taking care of yourself so that you can be healthy, uh, you can be well, mm-hmm. you can do your job, you can help and care for others, and you can do all the things you need to and want to accomplish in a day. So it's a daily routine that you may want to go through to help yourself get through that day. Where where can I find those small chunks of time Um not a huge chunks of time to help me get through the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're going to go through, Ed, <clears throat> is this uh, worksheet. Um, you, you and I are part of a Facebook group. Uh, I, I really like the Facebook group because they have a lot of, there's a lot of information that's always provided yeah. on there. A lot of people's products, things like that. One of the admin uh, individuals, she, uh, she put this on there and we'll, sh- I'll find a way to share this. Um, uh, through our uh, Facebook page. And also hopefully I can do some type of link 
for it uh, for others to see. But it's a worksheet. I'm going to show this up on the screen. Those of you who are listening, if you want to go to the YouTube channel, it's just the Instinctive Influencers uh, YouTube channel, but you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. But this worksheet, I'm going to put it up in front. Uh, it kind of goes over an example of like the self-care piece. What we're going to do is we're going to kind of go over this and we're going to talk about these different areas. We're not going to go too far in depth. We're going to go enough in depth to where you have a general understanding of what self-care is and how to do it. Reason being, <clears throat> and Ed and I, we've talked about this multiple times. We're huge advocates on uh, behavior health, mental health, and taking care of yourself. So you don't have, you know, you're going to have your lows. It's going to happen. You're going to have your highs. It's going to happen. However, how do we stabilize that to keep those on an average? And this is one of those ways because, you know, I mean, you, if you've listened to us long enough, you know, suicide prevention, that's a big topic that we we are very much into uh, talking about. Not that we like it. It's just we want to support it. Um, behavior health. We did a great episode with Pamela Holtz, Captain Pamela Holtz. Um Last year, year before, yeah. uh, she was a behavioral health uh, doc in Korea for me or with me. Um, she was in my unit and uh, I thought that was great. And then we just, on multiple occasions, we talk about like, how do we, how do we take care of ourselves? And that's what this is about. So, Ed, let's, uh, let's dive into this. Um, we're going to talk about self-care activity ideas. We're going to start with the physical and then we'll move across. Um, starting with physical exercise how does that help us oh man i mean such a stress relief and i guess you know really doesn't matter if it's weight training or cardio or but there's there's mm -hmm. a huge release you know and then there's some release of some chemicals in your body that come from it and but then when you look at the cardio side i mean a, a nice bike ride gives you a chance to really think and, and clear your head so for me, like when you mm. talk physical and one thing I'm sitting here thinking about too, is like in the current, you know, we're, we're recovering from this pandemic, but in the time of the pandemic, like there's so much in here that you could have developed during that pandemic. I know for me, my exercise routine got more aggressive over the last, you know, a little bit over a year now. So, oh. um, but that helps, right. That helps to deal with the fact that you can't go anywhere and you're stuck in the house mm -hmm. and. I mean, I've tried it. A little, you know, a little yeah. yoga, a little running, a little biking, lots of weightlifting. Like I've tried a little everything over the last year, exercise wise. Um, and then, you know, yeah, I, I just think that it, it helps. It's a good release. And like I said before, Brian, my wife would encourage me. You're super grumpy, cat. Can you go to the gym today, please? Like, so she knew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, and. <clears throat> and it just doesn't have to be fit. The physical doesn't just have to be exercise. It could be other things which we're going to cover. Yeah. However, exercise is known to release endorphins. Yep. Endorphins are one of those happy drugs. Here in about, uh, I'd say three episodes from now, we're going to cover those happy drugs that our body produces and how you achieve those. And that's, that's going to be a good, that'll be a great episode for uh, others to listen in on. However, exercise is a good one. You know, another good one that's under this list. Uh, and I've found uh, this to be so true is that balanced oh, diet. The way that's how I thought you were going, but yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that, but then <laughs> you come somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, oh, but then, I, 
you can tie <laughs> I know which you one. can tie balanced diet back into this pandemic and deal with the pandemic, right? Because the restaurants are closed. Yeah. So yeah. that means you have an opportunity to, yeah. to prepare your meals at home where you know, maybe you were going out to eat two days a week. And now those two days, I got to, I got to find something. Well, why not make a meal, you know, a healthier meal? It gives you an opportunity to look out for your overall health and maybe make a lifestyle change in how you eat. Yes. This is another one that uh, my wife and I have not mastered, but we have gotten better. And the air fryer also helps because I still get the fried feel, but yeah. you know, a little bit healthier options. But We've included, like, you know, we've included more vegetables and more, yeah. you know, fruits. And uh, I mean, every day before I go out to do whatever I'm going to do physical act exercise wise, I have a, uh, I have an apple and I have some um, natural peanut butter with it. And then I go, cause you need that fuel, right? Mm. And then I go out and do my thing. So yeah, yes. your diet, improvement in your diet is a good opportunity and you do feel better. You do notice a difference in how you feel. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely say that that balanced diet is what it, it's kind of like, how do you fuel your body? How do you find um, the right stuff to kind of help you through? And one of my things was uh, sometime, it was, it was quite a few years back. This is before I met you. Uh, I had acid reflux real bad, Ed. Um, and I found that <clears throat> it was it was those oily foods, like, like you talk about those eating outs and stuff that was causing all that because the way your stomach tries to process things and over it and produces more acid, mm -hmm. all this stuff. And I felt that once I, once I decreased, I decreased those fried foods, it allowed my stomach to process food better. So, you know, it's, it's finding that balanced diet. Cause I mean, don't get me wrong. I still go to Chick-fil-A. Matter of fact, I just went yesterday. Um, but I don't go, I don't go. Well, we don't have one. You know what I mean? Like it's like a treat. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Maybe we, maybe I ship one to you. You know, and um, <laughs> another thing too, we were just talking about it. One of our favorite places, both of ours, is to go to Hattie B's in Nashville. Yes. And man, they've got branches all over the place. But if you eat Hattie B's every day, I promise you, it's gonna your stomach's gonna be a little messed up because of all the fried food. You know what I mean? But it mm -hmm. no no offense, Hattie B's. I love their food. They are probably one of the best Nashville hot chicken places I've ever been to. Definitely. Right? But you have to be careful. You have to balance that diet. Um, and something as simple as you see, I'm, I've been doing it the entire time. Drinking water. Mm -hmm. Drink water every day. You know, drink water all the time. Um, I, I can't. I can't stress enough how important water is. That's part of that balanced diet because you know one of the uh, we used to. Have, you remember uh, <clears throat> it was first Arn Anderson, now Star Major Anderson. Mm. One of the things he told me that he used to he did he used to do he probably still does is uh, he used to every morning when he gets up as soon as he wakes up he has a bottle of water a small one of the small bottle of water right beside his bed he drinks that whole water before he stands up out of the yep. bed <sighs> to help that body to do the processing that's part yep. of that you know uh, so a balanced diet man and I think you can testify to what that balanced diet can do for you yeah so you know I mean coupled with so all these things you couple them together and the impact can be really great like you know i mean i've i've shedded a few pounds over the last few months uh based off trying to balance my diet like again it's not perfect like i'm gonna eat pizza that's just gonna happen but i also am really bad for <laughs> yes uh you know oh i ate pizza tonight okay tomorrow i'm paying the piper when i go to the gym it's gonna be death by cardio and <laughs> And I'm going to make sure that I pay the price for eating that pizza. So 
Uh, I think they, it was one day I had pizza, and the next day I literally went in and did an hour on the elliptical plus a 30-minute run. Uh, hey, it's the price you pay. You want pizza? This yes. is what you do. Uh, so also still a balancing hat, but it, the benefits are there. You, you, you can get them. Oh yeah, it it is, and pizza is a must for my <laughs> house. We uh we love pizza. Um, so we're not going to do every little one uh here. We go th- as we go through it, Ed. But I am I definitely want to hit upon uh the, the next one that I want to hit upon. I think you and I both te- are, are we we can testify how important it is. The physical is the grooming, <laughs> so self grooming. That's what I thought you were going right? to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I mean, how I I love. To make sure I have the right barber and get my hair done right and get the right fade going yeah. on. And, you know, after a good haircut, you, you always walk out. You know, it's funny how you walk out of, let's say, the barber shop different than when you walk yeah. in. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about just looking different, but feeling different. Like, man, that looks good, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, grooming is one of those things that that helps with that self-care because you feel, you feel more confident, right? So... It's not that, you know, in the military, we have to get haircuts. Yes. We have to. So, you know, why not make it a purpose, you know, to feel good about that haircut or, or to, you know, and, 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 you know, to notice those things. Because when you notice those things, you can, you can kind of uh, build upon it, right? You can build upon the happiness that comes from it. Um, how do you feel, Ed, when you get that funny, haircut? because I just got one yesterday. And uh, so I usually... I usually wear a hat into the barber shop because, you know, I need one. And in here right now, currently, you know, they got to wash your hair. First of all, having somebody wash your hair is kind of fantastic also. But then when the barber, she, (laughs) so the the barber I had before this one, you know, she would cut your hair, but I get it cut on base. So kind of like cut and go, but she did a great job. She was an amazing barber. So when she left the barber I have now, she'll cut. And then she also puts gel and she, takes her time and combs your hair. And so I will go in with a hat, but when I leave, I carry my hat in my hand the rest of the, the rest of the time we're there at the, uh, at the exchange at the post exchange, because I don't want to put my hat on because I feel fantastic about the haircut I got and, and yeah. the effort that she put in. And I love a barber who takes their time. You know, it, anybody who's ever been to a military barber or knows that have it, it's, it's, it is mass production. Like it's mass cut. Cut a hair next. Cut a hair next. <laughs> For them to stop to take time to, you know, like trim up your eyebrow or whatever, it it's that's pride in their job, and I feel good about that. And then when I leave, I know I'm looking good. <laughs> Get a little strut, little Ric Flair strut going down the hallway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, yeah. Uh, it's funny that you brought up the eyebrow thing because. <laughs> When I, my last barber in Colorado, Chloe, she, she did a great job uh, also. And every once in a while, it was like, it was like every other haircut, she would say, Hey, do you mind if I trim your eyebrow? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And I'm thinking I must be getting old because never before when I was younger, (laughs) did anybody ask me if I needed to trim my eyebrows or, or she would, she would tweeze like some, she would tweeze hair out of my ear and I'm like, Okay, yeah, you know, not bad, not bad, you know. So, but you don't realize what that does for you mentally, yeah. right? And and that's one of the things we're gonna get again, we're gonna get <laughs> into here um, in a few minutes. Uh, so let's let's move from the physical right. column 
Now, Ed, let's move to the, the let's move to the emotional column. Go ahead and pick one out of there, man. Let's oh, let's, let's discuss see. that. One. Um, man, this is this is tough to pick just one. Uh, it, it is, it is because I looked at it. So I'm actually not great at this one. I'm a, I'm gonna go with mind dump, and I guess it depends on what what they're meaning by mind dump. So I'm my wife when she's at work and she has a rough day, she wants to come home and kind of vent those things. And that's what I associate as mind dumping because it probably makes her feel better to just get that out there. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten better before. Yeah. My problem was she would mind dump and I would start offering solutions. And she's like, I'm not looking for solutions. I'm looking for you to show some empathy, which is a big weakness for me, by the way. Uh, so, Right. Yeah, like a mind dump, and, and I've gotten better over dinner, you know, and you just venture frustrations. Like I have a, my boss is amazing. He is my civilian, but he's also in his sixties and there's some things about him, you know, we, so we have a, we have a, a calendar in our internal sync slide deck. We have a calendar on our joint mm-hmm. organizational mailbox. And then he has a dry erase board calendar next to his desk. And that is the only one he goes off of. So like we're in meetings and he's going, yeah, oh yeah, we can come to, you know, we can go to Romania for these three days and he'll commit to the Romanians. And I'm like, Hey, like we're going to be in Poland for that week. What? When did that happen? It's on the calendar. (laughs) And so we even print the slide calendars for him. He asked for him to be printed. We printed them and he's still like, and he goes like this, he looks at his wall and he's like, it's not on my calendar. too easy so this week i put it on the calendar so the same way i just vented that to you venting that to my spouse is like a mind dump like i'm frustrated and it's not that he's bad it's just that he's older right and and he's set he's very hands he prints everything like they're a full forest that he's killed i'm pretty (laughs) sure so it's just a frustration but being able to get that off your chest it just feels better and that's something I'm working on with my wife is then when she does it, not to offer, hey, this is what I would do. No, no, no. That's terrible. I, you know, kind of listen to her, maybe say, well, yeah. how'd you feel? Like that you're frustrated, huh? Like something. But it gives her a chance. And that's self-care. It's getting it off her chest instead of leaving it all bottled up and getting all tight and exploding sometimes. Yep. So, yep. I'm taking, yeah. I'm taking advantage no, of exactly. visuals. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I am about to also. Um, so the mind dump, there's different types of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, there's different types of mind dumps. Like you're talking about like the just talking about things, yeah. right? And just letting everything out and talking about it. Mine is a little bit different. Uh, you see this right here? It's my Nintendo Switch. Uh, sometimes I just like to sit on this couch that's behind me yeah. and just play video games. And to me, that's a sort of a mind dump where it's like, I'm not thinking about anything else except for I'm playing this game, right? Yeah. And so what it does is it takes my mind away from all that stuff. That's one of my methods, you know, because um, I find it. I don't know about you. Uh, I can't read and do a mind dump. Like, I need something that's like like actively engaging me physically and mentally. Uh, because if I'm reading and something has happened, I will think about that same thing as I'm reading and I may not pay attention to what I'm reading at and anything like that. So yeah. there are certain things that I have to do to help me do that mind dump that you're talking about, man. So yeah, good point. Um, I want to bring up the very next one. Actually, I like this one as self-care. 
as an emotional self-care because oh, you yeah. don't think about it as, you know, this is about taking care of yourself, but you want it to take care of other people. But just saying no sometimes, yes. saying no to stuff, that is a form of self-care emotionally. Uh, and sometimes it's like, how do you say no, but not f- make the other person feel like you're saying no to them? And I like to use it as like that. Uh, we've talked about it before where, you know, you're bringing me your problems, bring me some solutions also. Yeah. That's my form of saying no to something. Like, I'm not doing this. I need you to do it because it's for you. And then you bring me what you can't handle, right? So I'm saying no in a way, but sometimes you can get overburdened, yes. right? You, you get like a thousand tasks going on and somebody else brings you another one and you're just like, Oh my goodness, how am I going to get all this done? It's just saying, no, you know, hey, I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. You're important, but I've got X, Y, and Z to get done. Yes. And to me, saying no is extremely important. I So that is absolutely, your reasoning is even perfect. But I also prioritize, right? So again, going back to my boss, he'll ask <clears throat> you to do things like read an email before he sends it. or And because he's my boss, mm-hmm. I'll usually not say no to him. Right. I'll I'll carve a piece of time, like a chunk. But if you're somebody outside of that, you know, my my or part of the organization and I'm swamped and especially I hate when somebody calls and says, hey, can you tell me this thing? And I know that they have it. Then it's easier to say no to them. But sometimes you just got to tell them, look, like I'm super busy right now, but I'm going to put it on my board and I'll try to get to it. If I don't, though, I mean, you should probably still work through it yourself and then call me back at the end of the day. And if I have a chance, I'll get to whatever that thing is with what we do. A lot of times it's like, Hey, can you ask X country? Can they give us this thing? Uh, you know, and, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll whiteboard. And I do, I, I have a giant whiteboard in my office and I'll whiteboard that thing. And then I'll do what I need to do. And then at the end of the day, right before I go home, I'll look and I may even call back and say, Hey, Sorry, Major Weber, did you uh, did you get an answer on that thing? And you'll say, oh, yeah, you know what? I figured it out. This was the avenue. Or if you don't tell me, I will actually say, so w- how did you get that? Like, who? how did you work that through? So I know for next time to help me and my organization improve. So I think that that's important. And I, it's crazy because I didn't know this until recently. I had a senior tell me. So I, what has happened is I have developed a reputation as somebody who will get back to you. So even though it's the end of the day and you've, I'm pretty sure you worked it, I will yeah. at least give you that courtesy and say, well, because then I'm not worried about it all night. And that's, again, back to self-care. And my emotion is now I don't have to worry about that thing because I've kind of mind dumped it. I kind of called, verified. You said, yeah, I'm good. Boom. And if you say I'm not, then we can, you and I will have a chat. And during that conversation, maybe it'll come out, but that follow up to me because I'm telling you I am really bad. If I go home and I'm like, oh man, sorry, Major Brian called me and oh, I didn't look into it and I don't know if he found his answer, man. And it will aggravate me all night, man. <laughs> it will. So I think it's good for your emotional. You just be able to follow back. But saying no, I mean, you know, like I know Brian, some of the worst leaders I've ever experienced in my career are the ones who don't want to say no because they want to look good at by compromising or sacrificing their team. So I have my team and and I'm Mm -hmm. working them to death and I don't care because I look good. 
and I don't say no. So those are usually some of the worst leaders out there, the ones that just will not say no. And I feel like as a SAR major or a future SAR major like you, if I said to you, hey, SAR major, I can't do that, and here's why, and then me and you would have a discussion, and you may make me see, yes, you can, and here's how, or you may say, you know what, you're right, but you got to have a conversation. Everything goes back to communication. Uh, and I just ran it on that one. That must have been a good one it for does. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, and, and I knew that would be that would be one that hit you. Because even when we worked together, you know, how many different projects were brought to each one of us. Mm-hmm. And we have to we have to pick and choose what we can get involved in. Yeah. Or we can, like you said, I like what you said there, where the follow-up. The follow-up's great. Yeah. Because I may not be taking care of a problem. But I'm going to do a follow up on it. Um, it's funny about that. I just, I just literally, no joke, Ed. I just replied to two separate emails um, two days ago uh, that was from soldiers from my previous unit when I was the first sergeant there. One of them was a guy who asked for a right letter recommendation, and so what did I do? I said, "Hey, give me the example of what you think you need for that, mm. and then I'll put in my information." So I did kind of put a little bit of ownership on him to get me the information and then I will doctor it up. So I didn't say no, but I also wanted him to do it. The second one was really just a guy saying, Hey, thank you for helping me out with getting my letter recommendations from the battalion commander and the commander because I made it into flight school. Oh, wow. Um, and he was selected and I'm like, well, that's cool, man. You know, but I didn't, when it came to his, it really was just me linking him up with certain people. Yeah. I didn't do anything physically for him. But it's that, you know, I learned to pick and choose where I can use my time. So I'm not completely exhausting my yeah. time. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, saying no is big. You want to pick another one out of that that uh, that column before we move over to the next section? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, so, I, yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm going to pick a kindness. And we've talked about it on the show before. Kindness can take various oh. different forms. Oh. But, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I don't know how many emails I send in the course of the week. Uh, to embassies or our admin section and say, hey, hey, thank you for, it's really thank you for doing your job. But I don't put that. I put, hey, thank you for your help. I really appreciate it. If you ever need anything from me, just reach out, you know, without hesitation. But it makes them feel better, but it does make you feel better because you're showing gratitude to somebody. You're yes. being kind. You don't have to be a jerk to everybody which is something I had to learn because before the Academy, my wife says the Academy changed me because before the Academy, I had a reputation for being a, well, there's a profanity for your backside. We'll just say that. And, uh, and I, at the Academy, I kind of got out of that. Also known as a donkey. Yeah. Yeah. I was a donkey. Let's go with that. I was a donkey, Mm -hmm. Sergeant donkey. And now from the academy and then now here because I deal with people at such a higher level. Like I definitely am not going to be not have my moments. Sometimes I have to stand firm and I get arguments. You know, I told that story about the guy arguing with me. Sometimes I have to stand firm and it might lead me to be a donkey mm-hmm. because you just don't want to listen to what I'm saying because I'm not saying what you want. So. Yeah. But kindness goes so far and it's not just yes. your self care, but you're actually looking out for them because maybe that guy, or gal is having the worst day of their career. And then now like they're, they're, they're this specialist, right? Not even NCO, but this master sergeant took the time out of their day to say, Hey, thank you 
for doing, you know, something. Uh, my S1, my the private my S1. Hey, Sarn, you know, normally we don't do that. We we just point you to this part of our our website. But you know what? You said you're having difficulty downloading that form. I'm gonna send it to you. So he sends it to me, and I immediately email back. Hey, private blah 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 Schmuggatelli. Hey, I really appreciate you taking a minute to send this to you, to me. Thank you. I I apologize for for bugging you today. Boom. That private is saying, "Wow, yeah, that's a mass sergeant. He could just told me, hey, do it, but he didn't.' Yeah, and, and it's just you know, acts random acts of kindness, yeah. man. Yeah. Mm. Random acts of kindness that it produces oxytocin <laughs> uh, and allows you to just continue on through your day. Uh, how many times you do something good or so you, you see somebody do something good and somebody says, oh, they're just doing that because they they want something in return. Absolutely. Yeah. Quid uh, pro quo. No, not really. Uh, you're going to get, you're automatically, yeah, you're automatically going to get something in return and it's a chemical produced in your body that allows you to feel better. And that's part of that emotional, what you said, kindness mm-hmm. builds upon the emotional uh, that allows us to get better uh, each day. So it's like, uh, and I think we, I've said it multiple times on here. I even said it at my change of responsibilities uh, in my speech where I talked about uh, Sergeant Major yep. Brian. And one of the things he used to tell us all the time, he actually later on, uh, it's funny, I said in his office, um, and we'll probably get into more about like, I got to work for him again and I thought it was really freaking awesome. Um, but he's added to this saying, however, it was always like, you know, there's 300 people, let's just say 300 people in this organization. If every person in this organization does one good thing for somebody else a day, that's 300 good things a day. Multiply that, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's what it is. It's about doing something good and that's part of self-care, right? Um, Learning to say no sometimes. Learning to say no sometimes is a kindness and doing something for somebody else, right? Because now they're learning on their own, right? So yeah, great one. Great one. Uh, We're going to move on to the mental piece of this, right? And there are, there's multiple ones in here. Uh, The mental piece, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> jump straight down to the fourth don't one. Don't you take Ed, the easy route? Because the fourth one I like, and it's don't you take the easy route? I got route. to because. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Brian. We're gonna have a good discussion. It's here. the one we're doing. Yeah, yeah. It's podcast, podcast, mental. It talks about how do you do self care uh, mentally. Uh, it could be listening to podcasts. Uh, in our case, it could be creating a podcast mm-hmm. for those that uh, do want to hear what we have to say. Uh, but the I will tell you, so previously, Ed, when we were working at Campbell together and stuff, and I lived, I lived over an hour away every day, I would drive an hour and some change to work and then an hour and some change back home. So that's two hours of my life. Uh, When I first started doing it, I would just listen to music or whatever was on the radio. And I would just kind of get lost in thought. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I started changing my habits. And I started listening to podcast, which really is the, I would say it's the birth of this podcast in itself. Yeah. But I was starting to listen to Pi. I listened to Jocko. I listened to Order of Man. I listened to the Passive Income Guy. I listened to, I had all kinds of uh, Lead X when you taught mm. me that one. Um, all these different ones. And what it would do, it, <clears throat> and I'd end up. I wouldn't go like through in order sometimes. Sometimes I'd be like, oh, I want to hear about this. So I picked this yeah. or whatever. You know, I wouldn't just go like episode one, episode two, episode, but I would whatever I want to hear about. And what it would do is it made me think about those things actively. Yeah. Uh, in, 
on the way to work. So that way, and I would try to use some of those methods or, or ideas that I heard about during the day. And it just kind of helped me mentally kind of prepare or going home. Same thing, yeah. right? You know, maybe I'm listening to something about family and, and doing things with family and I'm going home. So now what I'm doing is I'm mind dumping <clears throat> what we talked about earlier. I'm doing a mind dump, but I'm also engaging something that I'm about to go do. So I'm not taking work home with me. That's one of those things that um, I I used to struggle yeah. with and I've gotten better with is now is don't take work home with you, right? And, and it allows us to not, uh, you, you don't, if you had a bad day, you don't want to take out that bad day on the people that yeah. you know, you're going home to. And so that podcast, that helped me out. But what it also did, Ed, was it told me, it's like, man, this is really good. And I've had a lot of experience. And I got this really good friend who's had a lot of experience. We should do the same thing. And that was the birth of the Instinctive Influences podcast was doing that very mental thing, that self-care of mental listening. And it's like, now we're producing. Mm-hmm. So- what are your thoughts, man? Because yeah. I know you want to talk. No, about it, this. it's it's so definitely. I think podcasting is it's a good tool for when you talk about self care. I didn't think of it until I saw this, but mentally, I mean, yeah, you can go in there. I mean, I mean, honestly, podcasts can lead to some of these other things too. So for me, um, which is going to be the next category is growth. But there's one called uh, Coffee Break, and you learn German or you learn French. And every episode of the podcast is, uh, they got different languages, but yeah, they just go over some common phrases in the languages. So now you're growing as a person listening to that podcast. So that's the, you know, that's a next category, but so there's that, but with this, I mean, let's think about Brian. So we came back last, last show, right. Was our big return. And we were off for all that time. And I mean, just think about the, the, like coming back last week, what, what did it feel like to you? Like to me, it was like, wow, that was great. I really, I mean, I knew I missed it, but I didn't know to what level I missed doing it. And so again, that ties into kind of the <clears throat> self care. It's like, wow, it's a release. It's, um, you know, the 30 minutes before the show or more, excuse me, problem with editing. I can't just hit the mic and be like mute. Um, but we do those 30 minutes. So that gives me a chance to vent and, <laughs> you know, you vent, I vent, we, you know, and then we share experiences and like, wow, okay. Um, so that before the podcast, then we get into the podcast and we have these discussions. And then for me, I sit here and think about like, who, who do I think is listening? Like, did I know? So I think about people whose lives I like to impact <clears throat> and influence. So I think about my daughter and my, I know my wife cause she made fun of me cause we didn't say lifelong learning last week. So I said it twice this week. Um, but my oh. wife and my siblings, so <laughs> these people who are important in my life, I think about them and like, Ooh, I wonder if this will help one of them. And so there's that part to it too, that self care. It's kind of like a therapy. It's just like getting things off your chest, but getting it off through this vessel of a podcast. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's why I jumped, I jumped straight to that one because <laughs> I felt like that's, that's a key one. Yeah. Uh, and I know there's a lot of people who are listening to us who listen to other podcasts and they, they'll probably agree with us, you know, and I'd love to hear what their thoughts are on that. Um, so you want to pick uh, one of those mental ones before we get to uh, I mean, pushing over to the I mean, growth? You talked about, uh, I can't recall her name, the doctor from, Korea, doctor, 
Holtz. Holtz. That's it. Pamela Holtz. So when we had her on, I went and looked, and there are some fantastic apps for meditation um, through the Veterans Affairs Office, and there's some mm. other mindfulness, mindful awareness. Those apps are fantastic, and and you really do. It does take some practice. Uh, initially, you know, your mind's going to wander, but then it's cool because then they're like, well, that that's expected. That's going to happen. And then now I'm actually reading a book called Warrior Meditation. Um, and it also is another kind of way to meditate and to work through some things and to work on your breathing. And so for self-care, I think those, mm-hmm. I mean, I, so I have the new Apple watch, right? So I can take my EKG and all that stuff and you can see my heart rate go down post meditation as opposed to where it was before. So that's health benefits from meditation. Uh, yeah, And then just clearing your head, man. I mean, in the sauna is a little rough. I do like to meditate in the sauna, but you can't do long sessions because I'm going to tell you the long session, the sauna, and you're really only thinking, am I going to melt in here? Or <laughs> so, um, I don't know yeah, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. over about yeah. five to 10 minutes. And I'm like, Oh, you're only thinking about how miserable you are. But that also gives you a chance to use your awareness and be like, okay, I recognize mm-hmm. that feeling of being I'm overly overheated. And, and it teaches you to deal with that feeling, recognize it and let it go, which is a big thing with mindfulness. So it does work. But yeah, meditation is is a good one. Actually, today I went on a I told you I went on a run. And uh so I went on a run and I got about a mile and a half out, and I just paused my run and sat on a little bench and just kind of sat and thought in nature, kind of looking at the grass, looking at the trees, kind of a meditative state, and then ran back. And the run back was a significantly faster pace than the run out. So I say meditation did it. Not that I got the rest and stretch, but meditation. So yeah, it's a good thing. (laughs) I was going to say, it was because you you needed a rest is what it was. Sometimes you just got to stretch. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, yeah. No, meditation is, uh, that's definitely one of those things that I'm, I've been considering to kind of take up a little bit more of that I haven't done as much of. Uh, I would, I, I think, cause it is a mental, uh, it, it kind of just gets you out mm-hmm. there. Uh, which, so we talked about podcasts, we talked about meditation and I'm not going to go over any of the other three, but I'll bring them up. Uh, journaling is another one they talk about on here. Uh, if you're spiritual, uh, doing a daily mm-hmm. devotional that helps out or even just reflecting upon the day, doing a reflection. Those are all mental self-care routine things that somebody could do on the daily. Uh, and I would try to do daily. Uh, let's move to our final block, uh, a growth oh before we start, you know, closing the show out growth. Uh, let's see here. Growth. I like, I like, uh, the second one down new skills, uh, learning new skills, understanding new things to me, Ed, understanding new skills and, and building upon what I already know. That is a, it always feels good, right? When you say, Oh wow, I didn't know that. And I learned this. Um, there's just certain things for instance, IE I'm talking about the podcast and there are multiple things. You actually have a different camera view this week than you had last week. And I'm working to do the same thing. (laughs) You learned that you could use your GoPro and you have the skills for that. Now that you're using your GoPro as your camera. And I'm going to try to do the same thing. But as I was doing that, I was going through all this research. Like (laughs) I just, I climbed down the rabbit hole to learn all these things. And then I learned about lighting, right? Lighting of a video and all this stuff, because now we're, Hey, yeah. 
Ed, you got to get you some uh, little LED lights so we can see that face better. <laughs> but the lighting, that's a key in that's a key thing uh, for videos. And so like you can see, I'm a little bit brighter than I was last week, but I learned all these different things like how you need to you light things right and set the yeah. am- camera angle at the right angles where people are seeing what you want them to see and all these things. And then we talked about and then we even talked about like how, you know, we'll do a session of the podcast. We're going to use our whiteboard. So maybe we'll move the camera at different angles. But these are all, these are new skills of understanding of the podcasting that kind of, it helps me, one, break away, break away from the norm. So it's, it, I think it's kind of, uh, I think it's physical, emotional and mental yeah. and growth because I'm learning how to do something new. And it's just one new thing. You know, maybe it's a new type of exercise. I'm deep diving into learning that new skill. Um, we've talked about it before. Like, I was I was definitely afraid about. I'd say about two years ago, I was definitely afraid to do uh, a snatch. You know, Olympic lift, <laughs> the snatch, right? Because I was always worried I was going to hurt myself. But then, I, and I had some guys that I was working with in Korea, and they said, "No, oh, do this, do this, do this," and then you go through this routine. And as I I'd increase it and I'd become better and better and better. And then I could add weight to it instead of just doing a PVC pipe. I could do different things. But that's that new skill you feel better about when you learn it, you know, or understand it. Um, so what do you got yeah, there, brother? I think that is important. And, and it gives you a little more confidence too, right? And then it can be all kinds of different skills. You know, it can be as simple as how to use uh, Microsoft Teams more effectively or you know, one of those things. And then when people start coming to you and asking questions about this new thing, mm-hmm. like that's pretty fantastic. So one of the ones I picked up through that podcast is there's, I have a few phrases I know in German. And when I go through the gate and, you know, and I tell the Germans to have a good weekend and then they say, Oh, thank you. Likewise in German, it feels good that they have an interaction. You know, uh, my wife and I, you said we went to go, been going to some restaurants since things opened up. And uh, last time we went to my favorite pizza place, Milano's, I ordered my meal completely in German. Uh, bad German, but German. <laughs> but that is a skill, and they recognize that. Um, you know, yeah. They, so it, it was it was not great German, but it was okay. Like, but yeah. So that new skill is something to be proud of. Like, I'm not fluent, but do I speak? Well, uh, you know, a little bit ambition, as they would say, a little bit. So, yeah, no. And then, like I said, and you see a lot at work too, right? Like when you first started being an instructor, we were not good uh, when we were going through the course. And then we got over to the, oh, the no. other side, we started no, teaching. No. And, you know, the first time you ever taught law of warfare, of land warfare, you were probably not good. And you probably had people, it was a snooze fest. So you figured out how to make a, a boring class more exciting, right? And that's a skill. And then somebody mm-hmm. says, well, I hate teaching this. One of your, one of your, you know, guys that worked for you say, well, I hate teaching this. And you say, well, have you ever done this? And I know that you do this because Brian, you've done this to me. You say, well, have you thought about teaching it like this and taking yeah. this approach? Right. You know, uh, when we were doing squad movements, people were starting to bring in army men and giving the soldiers a stack of army men. You're like, why are you giving them toys? Well, watch this, put them in this formation. There's an ambush here. What do you do? But you were innovative and you had a skill for innovating how you instructed, which made you a better instructor. And I'm really jealous, by the way. They've given a lot of senior yeah. instructor badges since we left. Very jealous of that. 
I gotta go back just to get that. I noticed. Yeah, I'm still on their. I Facebook. am too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm still on their Facebook page, and uh, yeah, I noticed the same thing, brother. Yeah, I'm like, man, I need to get one of those. So. Uh, who knows? Maybe I stay here long enough at the academy. I get to do that. So, um, yeah, I, the, the new skills is a big thing. Um, wh- which one was it that you wanted to pull out of that growth column that you felt like is a an area that we could work? <laughs> well, on? I got to tell you, my friend. So this year, my wife and I, thank you, COVID, have developed a <laughs> hobby and what we have here for those who are pl- privileged to watch is basically i have a table with a table on it full of lego parts because i did not put together the 1989 anniversary batmobile properly and i had to disassemble the entire thing and my wife is now helping me put it back together but over the last year because of covid we have really enjoyed we enjoy putting together legos we did a haunted house uh, on Sundays in Germany, nothing's open anyway. So what we would do is, if you've if anybody's ever done Lego, they come in bags and they're numbered. And so we had this big haunted house. And what we did is she did bag one, then I did bag two, then she did bag three. And we did it and we built this haunted house over two Sundays together, completely together. It, it, so it's something mm-hmm. to interact and, oh, man, being able to interact with your spouse yeah. like that is that's self-care at its finest like that's an enjoyable memory now we have this giant yeah. haunted house and we look at it and we know well, we took time and did that together so um new hobbies what and, and it don't have yeah. to be lego obviously i mean the gym is a hobby i just started back to running in march that's a hobby so getting out there doing something you're not comfortable with the gopro the GoPro is a hobby. I had the book and I've been reading and I've, I've actually taken some yeah. other videos, by the way, never attach a big, that's called the fetch, the dog harness. Don't put that on a little dog that it's too big for, because I have a video where she's walking and the camera just does this the whole time. <laughs> so I'll, I'll share that with you, Brian, so you too can get <laughs> nauseous watching it. But so those are hobbies and it just lets you get away. It takes you, you know, when we do Lego, we get away from, yeah the politics yes. on Facebook or, you know, the drama that you have at work, somebody has at work or just your workload at work. You know, I have an incredible workload mm-hmm. over the next uh, 45 days and coming home on the weekends, it's an opportunity to sit down with my wife and spend some time with her and kind of get away from that workload. So um, all good for your long-term health. Yeah. Now hobbies is a great selection there. Ed those are the things that allow us to escape daily life. And that's why I think that's what, you know, that growth helps us uh, growing. I find that, you know, this podcast is, this was, this is a hobby, you know, we're hobbyists of sorts. And so I feel like mentally and, and growth is what columns this links up to. And this is a weekly thing. This is not daily, but maybe daily I'm looking into some articles or reading about it. And that's what helps me. Um, there's uh, three other areas under the growth. We're not going to cover each one because we're trying to keep it under an hour, which we haven't. We're already at over an hour. <laughs> um, but the other areas <laughs> under growth were uh, habits, mm-hmm. right? So our habits are they create those uh, norms throughout the day. Socialize. Socializing is a big yeah. one, right? So how we communicate back and forth and with others. And then goal setting. I love goal setting. I think goal setting is one of those things uh, that really 
it kind of makes you want to achieve more. So you set this goal and you're building, 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 building. Um, Ed, we're, as we close this out, though, one of the things that I noticed and I really liked about this uh, this particular worksheet was if you didn't know, for instance, exactly what how to answer each one of these or how to find the right thing that's going to help you that you can mm-hmm. say, okay, yeah, self-care, this is what I'm going to do. Um, they give you these little prompts, right? And the, the prompts I thought were great, man, uh, that I find that. Some people it may work for, some people it may not. I don't know, but until they try it, uh, those prompts, here's one of them. I feel confident and empowered when I blank, right? So it's like, what is it that you do that makes you feel that confident or empowered, right? Um, And another one, I get irritated when I don't have time to blank. (laughs) I can tell you right now, boom, yes. (laughs) And that was the same for both of us. You know, I, I get, that's how I feel. Like, um, that's a, that's a good answer to that one. Uh, and, but what that did was you prompt, you, you pulled it right out. You knew that was your physical self-care, you know, you were able to say Mm -hmm. that. And there's other people out there, like they probably feel that same way when they say, I don't have time to read. Mm -hmm. So, um, I feel the most guilty when I procrastinate on blank, uh, mine's homework (laughs) (laughs) or doing something for my child, you know? (laughs) So, Yeah. Um, and then the last one they have here, I feel bad about myself when I put off doing, which to me is almost like procrastinating, but put off doing blank, right? So if you can answer these questions or you answer these prompts, you're probably going to figure out what is your physical, your emotional, your mental, and your growth for that self-care. You know, self-care is one of those things that we have to do, you know, uh, and, on that, on that same worksheet, Ed, when we look at it, so what it does is it gives you uh, general ideas in the top block. The second block, it talks about my self-care activity uh, ideas. So these are the ideas you come up with. And then the very bottom one, that's the important one. That's the one I really like seeing. Uh, that very bottom one, it's it's the routine, the actual routine. Yeah. So is it a daily activity? Is it weekly activity? Is it monthly? Because you can have all those. And those are the things that we have to do. Um, so I, other than that, man, um, I don't have much more to talk about with the self-care. Uh, I would tell people that we've got to look into this. Uh, it's, I said earlier, since 2015, the, uh, those who are trying to figure out more about self-care, it has grown by half. So over half of the searches on Google itself, has, it's, it's doubled. Yeah. Um, since then, <laughs> since 2015, because that's how interesting it is. Um, so as we close out, Ed, what is it that you, you would like to say, uh, you know, bring to the audience attention about the self-care? Uh, I, I think it's important. I think it's like anything too. you know, doing a self-assessment self-care, you gotta be honest too, right? You gotta be honest with, don't just go, yeah. Oh, well this, I want to do this thing because, it's the trend. Like, what mm-hmm. does it really help you at all? And does it bring you joy? Does it make you feel better? Does it make you, you know, better able to take care of the people around you? And, and self-care is not selfish. It's selfless. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're exactly right, man. All right. Well, Ed, um, obviously, you know, I have to go take care of some business. <laughs> um, so, I'm not going to be able to stay here and chat like we yep. always do. However, I think I think we're getting the point for this. I do want to remind people uh, that 
This is going to be coupled with a show we're going to do about three, uh, I'd say about three episodes from now. And that's dealing with basically, and, and I'm looking up everyone because I'm looking at my whiteboard where I've written it all out, but it's going to be happiness chemicals and how to get them. <laughs> um, I think this will link very well with that. And and we're going to, we're going to kind of go into that more. Ed, if people wanted to know more about us or know anything they can about us or just kind of interact with us, what is it they got to do, well, man? they would find us at the Instinctive Influencers website. They could also find us on all social media platforms at 101 Influence. That's 101 Influence, uh, where they can interact to join the, the Facebook group. It is a closed Facebook group. However, if you just answer the questions, then somebody from our team will uh grant you your access and then you can go in there and check some things out post a motivational meme what have you uh so that'd be excellent and then uh yeah and then find brian and myself on our twitter accounts as well uh we can we can use twitter everybody seems to be using twitter even the star major army is using twitter now so these are the different ways that you can find your instinctive influencers You know, Ed, something I wanted to add to this because I know you're you're so you're kind of programmed the way we used yeah. to do it. Uh, but we've added YouTube. Oh so yeah. With that YouTube, you can give us a thumbs up on YouTube for the video and you can subscribe. They just hit that subscribe button and then they'll know when a new episode comes out because it'll, it'll pop up for them. So so thumbs up, you know, click that button. And then uh, hit that button that says subscribe, and then you'll know about it. Um, and as we uh, close this out, man, I want to say, hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I love I love talking about this. This is one of those topics. I would like to hear more from people about self-care yeah. and their thoughts on it. So if you would, go to that, that uh, closed Facebook page. Um, add your comments on what you think, what, where you think it should go Uh you know, for others, or how can we help others learn more about it? And even on the, uh, the YouTube channel. In the YouTube channel, you can leave comments at the bottom uh, of the video. So add what you think about self-care and um, maybe your methods. What is it that helps you? Uh, so anything else from you, Big no, Man? I think that's it for this uh, for this episode and this week, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So next week, uh, we will get into an interview with a good friend of mine. Uh, he just retired. He literally just retired last week. Uh, he's a nice. retired SAR major. He was actually my neighbor. And yeah, and we're going to go over some things. Uh, the big topic that I want to hit upon, we're going to do the interview with him. So we'll hit upon our questions, but the big thing is going to be about leadership philosophy and working on that. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that anybody can develop and everybody can live by. Uh, other than that, Ed, I am Brian. I am Ed. And this has been the Instinctive Influencers Podcast. We thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Don't, don't forget to be a legend.